have my hair in a high ponytail and it's been pulling, you know, mm-hmm. my hair and yeah. it's sore. And I just, all I want to do is let my hair down, but I think I'm going to do that after I do this or maybe in the middle of the episode and you'll just hear me be like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> when <laughs> Ashley starts an episode, well, we don't have to start it. We could start now. That's up to Mark. Mark has all the power. Mark does have all the power, but it just cracks me up the things that you share. Why not? Doesn't like, have to be. Hey, everyone, me. guess what? My hair's in a ponytail and it hurts. This is real and wrong. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna take it down at some point. That's my life. Well, you know what my life is? Mm. I have a freaking headache, mm. and everything hurts, especially mm. your voice. So. Sh- are you kidding me? Shh, I'm gonna need you to. You should take your headphones off, then, girl. Take it down a notch. What if I just like started screaming? No, I literally think I'd start crying. I, I've never, luckily, like had migraines or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I've always definitely felt bad for people because you can tell that it's like really painful. Yes. Um, but when I do, when I do get a headache, I'm like. How do people do life like this? My mom gets severe migraines. Yeah. Me and my sister get them every once in a while, but not like she does. And they're terrifying because everything, sound, mm-hmm. light, everything hurts. So you are basically bedridden for however long. Like you just have to your ride body it out. Just, yeah. That's so much control. Yeah. And a lot your of times, has. like my mom, she gets nauseous. So then yeah. she can't move even because yeah. she'll, turning her head too fast will make her throw up. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's not Vicious. Very intense beast. No one wants that. Well, I just took some Advil. Good. So maybe like halfway through the episode, I'll just, you know, randomly perk up. <laughs> yeah. Like, Hi, there's a little bit of lull. We never record episodes later during the day, which is what we're doing right now. That's true. Um, not normally me and Taryn, as you guys already know, because I feel like we've talked about this before. We love to start our day early going and getting coffee then coming in it coming in and recording the entire episode Mm -hmm. and we usually are just amped from the coffee and you know excited to record um we're at the end of the day now (laughs) yeah so that drive is gone (laughs) but I feel like she's gone there's a pocket like we've done some recordings of epicodes (laughs) episodes like late at night and there's a weird like hyperness that comes with that too yeah but this like it's six o'clock yeah like it's no not one late wants enough. to do anything at six o'clock. It's not early enough. Yeah. Six o'clock is a weird hour of the I day. I feel like early is energetic because coffee. Yeah. I feel like super late is like sleep deprived, slap happy. Yeah. And in between just sucks. No, <laughs> six is such a random hour. Yeah. And I mean, not now, obviously, because we're all like stuck at home, but it's like usually like you just got off work but you're still kind of like tired and exhausted because you're still in work mode for sure. And then dinner's later. So that's not exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just also, a weird we haven't hour. Eaten. We haven't eaten dinner yet. So maybe that's it. Hungry. I feel like a baby dinosaur is standing on my forehead. Oh, you poor thing. Should I just take over? Should you just bow out? No. Cause I feel pe- like I could handle the, the episode. People, the people want me. <laughs> this podcast is nothing without me. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, anywho, how have you been, Ash? Oh, I've been great. I've been Shh. great. No, I'm just kidding. Are you kidding? <laughs> Guys, I quit. <laughs> I'm having fun with this. Roll the freaking intro. No. Oh. I thought the intro would have been rolled by now. Let's make a bet. Oh my gosh. Mark, I hope you just did what felt natural. Please don't <laughs> do what I think because I'm your favorite. Um, 
When do you think he put that intro in from what we did? I think he did it before I said something, but then I said something. So maybe he's like, maybe he'll change it. No, I think it's going to be like early. Like it's going to be a short intro. I don't know. We'll see. I feel it. Choose wisely, Mark. Choose wisely, Mark. Well, we kind of said the same thing. (laughs) There's no definite winner. (laughs) Anyways, I don't want to play if I can't win. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think what's new. It feels like a long time ago that we recorded the well, last episode. Yesterday, I decided to wear, long story short, a girl hasn't washed her hair in like four days. The girl is me. Okay. And we're back to the hair. I was, I mean, it's up now because it's, it's so dirty. So yesterday, um, Taryn and I had to be somewhere and I didn't want to do my hair. So I did like a half pony, but because my hair is dirty uh, there, there wasn't really any volume to it. So mm-hmm. the best, the best option, you know, those days, well, the best option is to dry shampoo, slick it back. Like that's all you can really yeah. do. Yeah. That's all you can really do. Who did you say I looked like? Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, now, when I said no, you look I, like this, no, I don't know. No, if you're going to call know. me out, I have a chance to defend. When I said, this is exactly what I said. I said, Ash, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something but I want to preface it with, I mean this as a great compliment. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you're giving me like loss <laughs> vibes <laughs> in front of a bunch of people. And I immediately respond with, you mean the male elf <laughs> from Lord of the Rings? And then I responded with, yeah, but I had a crush on him. If that makes you feel any better. And, and then, then I just, just got like weird and awkward. Laughing. And we were just like, oh God. But it's, I'm going to put, shoot, did you take a picture of yourself yesterday? I don't think so. It's okay. My hair's still like that. I could do it again. It just was very, well, then we pulled up a picture I was also him. wearing head to toe black. So maybe that added. doesn't wear black. But it added to the like no, character. It was, it was the hair and you're blonde and you have blue eyes. It just was very like Legolas's cousin. Sure. I will go ahead and say it though. Orlando Bloom is a lot prettier than I am. How don't you dare? No, it's you true. are beautiful. Any elf in that Any whole saga. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. Yeah, the elves definitely gorgeous. And the the language, the Elfinese language, have you seen it written down? Stunning. Oh no. Anyway, we're we're going we're, down a rabbit yeah, hole. We need to stop. Pull it back right now. Um anyways, I look like him, evidently. It, was, asked, the hair, like, it was the hairstyle. Yes, yes, you definitely do. Um yesterday. We, oh, um, I've noticed lately, like, because of quarantine, anytime, like, I'll do an activity that I haven't done for a while. And then, for instance, like, I saw a friend I hadn't seen for a while. And we, like, talked for a straight two hours or something, like, laughing. You know, like, when you are telling stories, your voice gets Mm -hmm. all high, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. I literally that night had a raspy voice and my throat hurt the next morning. And I was like, how sad that like <laughs> just talking to someone, I mean, cause obviously I live in a house with like three other girls, but we don't like, we kind of do our own thing. Like really it's do. not like we just sit around and scream and talk to each other. Well, TK, <laughs> TK sits around and screams. Cause that's just TK, but <laughs> in um, the best way, in the best way. And yeah, like yesterday, me and Ash played for church and I sang a song and I realized like, I don't really like sing, sing anymore. Cause usually I would do that in the car. I don't do a lot of driving anymore 
or like singing at church or something. And so today, like I, like my voice hurts, like mm-hmm. I'm super tired. Yeah. And it's so funny because those were things that just like on a normal day, I would be talking all day or all the time. I sing all the time. And now it's like, I'm losing all those, those things. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of things are <laughs> just not happening anymore. Yeah. For example, fitness. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm on the line right now with that. I feel like I'll be doing really good at the top of the week. And then inevitably by the end of the week, um, I fail and I, I can't, I can't go through with the rest of the week. So it just isn't happening. Yeah. And I'm okay with that, oh, yeah. you know? Um, and that's just, that's just where we, where we are right now. But I do have very exciting news. Um, you Taryn do? and I, Taryn, oh. myself and my sister, Alicia, very spontaneously this time last weekend oh. decided to book a room at a hotel. Uh-huh. Um, we've had a few friends go during this stay at home season mm-hmm. and they loved it. They said it was very clean. The hotel, everyone was wearing masks. They left a 24 hour period in between like stays. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were all just kind of like really in a funk to be honest. And we were like, let's book the hotel room. Let's do it. It'll be great. The best thing in the world happened. They like, we get there and we go to check in. And the girl at the desk is like, oh, we see that you're staying here for a couple of days. We actually went ahead and upgraded you to the suite that is beneath the presidential suite. Yes. Which is where we deserved to be. You guys, (laughs) they did this out of the kindness of their hearts. Literally no reason, other reason. It was completely free. And they could not have bestowed their goodness to more grateful people. Oh my God. (laughs) We walked in, jaws hit the floor. I immediately started crying. All kinds of emotions were happening. I got really nervous because I felt like I shouldn't be there. Like I'm breaking a rule. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I've never stayed in this nice of a room before. I've never stayed in this nice of a room right next to the water before oh, the yeah. view was stunning oh it was crazy and it literally brought me to tears <laughs> so I think because of that I'm in a much better mood this week because yeah. we got two beautiful days in a beautiful hotel mm-hmm. didn't come in contact with anyone yeah and uh had the best the best two days of our lives and it was it was so spontaneous and fun but yeah because of that I'm in a great place yeah, it really was like so needed. Mm-hmm. And and it helps. I feel like if we would have just gone to a hotel, I would have gotten like stir crazy. But the fact that we're in this huge like suite and like we just sat out on the balcony or like patio balcony thing and just like would just look at the ocean for yeah. hours. And it was just like, it magical. was so stunning. The second we walked in, we were like, well, our plan was to like, I don't know, go walk around or, or go for a hike or walk down to the water. But the view was so stunning. We were mm-hmm. like, we need to take this in. We ordered in breakfast. It was so <laughs> Every nice. Every spare moment we had, yeah. we were on that patio staring at the water and it was fantastic. So my Madi, body, Madi, my Madi, my Madi, <laughs> my, Madi. my body, mind and spirit was fulfilled and I'm very happy. And that's all I wanted to How say. How do you not? I'm literally singing gospel. Oh, not gospel. <laughs> That is not a gospel song. And you just keep, to, like, how do you tune me out? Is it because I'm just this weird all the time? 
I have been friends with you for a long time. So I think <laughs> that's something that just comes with the territory. I'm always so I think shocked. Anyone that is, that has had you in their life for a long period of time has developed the <laughs> skill true. because that is what it is. It's a skill. That's true. To tune you out. I need to find, if I can find it, I'll post it on our Instagram, but I have this video one time I took of me and my mom driving and I was acting a straight fool and like my mom literally didn't flinch or look at me once. And I was like, oh my gosh, people in my life are just used to like 100% how weird I am. If you guys want to yeah. see uh, a proof it of our hotel room and Taryn and Ashley on vacation mode. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let yeah. us know because we'll post it and proof it for you. <laughs> we'll just post it anyways. Cause it's <laughs> be cute or whatever. We want to relive it. <laughs> anyways. I have a very exciting tearing it up for oh, us. Love that. Do you want to explain what a tearing it up is, Taryn? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Since it is my namesake. <laughs> it is what I'm leaving this world when I leave. Um, basically, I am an awkward person that weird things happen to. And we decided to just, you know, run with that and mm -hmm. let you guys share your embarrassing, awkward stories, or just stories where you're left at the end going, did that really just happen? Mm -hmm. And we um, lovingly <laughs> named it Tearing It Up. So that's the series. It seemed appropriate. It is appropriate. It's very appropriate. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Okay. So here it is. Uh, this one got me. It got me good. Oh and gosh. it's really good. It's it's like Taryn's going to die because this is probably one of her worst fears on the planet. Okay. Pickles. Ready? The title. Actually, actually, I don't want to say the title. Oh, God. Oh, I don't sorry, want to say it because it'll give it away. I'll tell you the title after. Okay. Well, you'll probably guess it. Anyways, we continue. Uh, this uh, letter is given to us from Brianna. Hello. And she writes, hey, Ashley and Taryn, my name is Bri, and you can feel free to use my name on the pod. I found so much encouragement listening to your pod for the last few months, and is it is my absolute go-to when I'm cooking, driving, or pretty much anything else. Love that. And oh, dang, do I have a story for you. A few months ago, I lost my job because of the COVID crisis. Sorry, so babe. sorry. I worked as a marketing stra strategist. <laughs> there we go. Vocab. Got me. Uh, for a small skincare company and loved my job. But I totally understand her reasoning and wanting to still keep the business afloat. So, as you can imagine, I've been doing a lot of job searching over the last couple of months. Today was my second interview in person with a company after an initial Zoom call. So, of course, I put on my most confident business casual look and headed over. That's such a go-to. Nice. Business yeah. cash is the way to go. When I arrived, they said we would be doing the interview outside so we could all continue to be socially distanced. Good for them. Mm-hmm. As she was leading me to the side of the building where the chairs were set up, I saw a manhole. Oh, God. Not going to lie. I've been a little afraid of falling into one ever since I was a kid. As you should be. <laughs> but it obviously has a lid, so I didn't think anything of it, and I no. stepped on it. No. Continuing to follow the interviewer. Within a split second, the next thing I know, my Stop. entire, all caps, entire right leg is submerged into the hole. Oh. And the lid that I once trusted was at an angle holding me from being fully submerged. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is, guys, this is literally Taryn's worst fear. I freaking told you. Don't yell. You cannot trust them. <laughs> You're going to scare them. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm so, I feel so just like. Validated right yes. now. I know. The second yes. I read this, I was like, she's going to love this. Anyways, we continue. The interviewer was freaking out, rightfully so, and tried to help me out. 
then instantly apologized for touching me because of everything with COVID. Oh. <laughs> I was able to stand up easily and get my leg out, but my whole right leg was drenched and my shoe Ew. was full of dirt and small rocks. She went and got me paper towels and a wet towel and continued to apologize. I honestly was just a little bruised and scraped up, but I was mostly just embarrassed. She shortly after called the building manager and asked him to look at it to make sure no one else could possibly fall through. The best part was I had to do the remainder of the interview with my one shoe off and covered in dirt. (laughs) They really seemed to like me and I'm very qualified. So we'll see if I get it. Anyways, love you guys and keep busting out those great pods. Oh my gosh. Absolutely hilarious. Also, I feel like that is the, you know, granted, so glad that you're okay. But with that yes. being said, like that's the best icebreaker because it's like, oh, yeah. cool. She that's handled done. that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm soaked and you could constantly just like poke fun at your, you know, <laughs> soaked shoe yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, while you're doing the interview. I feel like that makes you that probably showed off your great personality. Well, and they're probably like, we don't want her to sue us. So let's just hire her. Girl, I have a good (laughs) feeling about you getting this job. Um, Anyways, the title was falling into a manhole at my job interview. Dude. Taryn's worst nightmare. Duh. That is no joke. Wait, I've told, have I talked about how I'm afraid of those? No. And I was going to suggest that you uh, share one of your (laughs) whole stories with us because she has a few. (laughs) Okay, no, all you need is one for it to be like, like her. She was like, oh, it's this freaking metal thing. We always trust it. Like we Mm -hmm. drive over them, we walk over them, whatever. Then once like that is shattered where it's like, you can't trust them. It's terrifying. Yeah. And um, okay, so my, I I feel like I might've talked about this, but anyways, I was driving with, um, Oh, I was leading worship and me and a couple of like my band mates, not my band mates, <laughs> my band, <laughs> um, Jesus's band. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we were driving to like go grab food while the sermon was going on. You know, like how you'll like mm-hmm. you sing at so many services. Mm-hmm. So we ran to get food. And then as we were driving, I don't even know how to describe what it felt like. Okay. Like it literally felt like a giant metal rhinoceros like (laughs) like came and just like hit the car like it was just this aggressive like bam and like the whole car just like shot sideways Mm -hmm. and then literally I remember just like looking to see what hit me and then it happened again and then um and then I was like but the second one I could tell like my car was like in something yeah so then I, anyways, I drive over and pull over and we like get out of the car and both of my tires on the right side were completely like had completely exploded and my car was all jacked up. So we walk over and a manhole had collapsed (laughs) and tried to eat us. literally tried to eat us and I looked down and it just goes down so far and then there's like water and like machinery under the earth and (laughs) so yeah so that happened it completely totaled my car and um I had a little you know conversation with Edison I'm sure like bruh where's the metal part because it was gone yeah so anyways after that I was like if these things can just fall out of the ground like Mm -hmm. why would you walk over one yeah so I've been afraid of them ever since. And 
everyone always makes fun of me because we'll like I'll be walking down a sidewalk and then I very like drastically will do anything I can to like dodge them literally anything she'll jump to the right the left she'll push you aside she'll knock you over it doesn't matter or the worst is when I'm on one like I take a step and then look down and realize I'm on one and then I'm always like "Ah!" (laughs) she'll scream she'll throw her coffee so good I actually um when Alicia and I first moved into this house like three and a half years ago um that January happened to be an extremely rainy January Mm -hmm. for out here and if you have been to LA at all I mean it only takes one visit to realize we're not like prepared for rain no not (laughs) our streets aren't made for rain we don't know we know sun we don't know rain Yeah, yeah yeah so um we were flooded like the entire like LA County was just covered in water. Mm -hmm. So that being said, because it's not made for water and because there's old streets and old buildings, so many things were collapsing. (laughs) Buildings were sinking. What? There were, yeah, it was such a problem. And this one specific night, it was raining really hard and we could hear sirens and helicopters everywhere. And we weren't sure what was going on. And it was kind of weird. I had a friend visiting. She was actually driving in that night. So she, she calls and she says she, um, She's here, and then literally, I let her in. Maybe 20 minutes later, my dad calls, and he's like, hey, I can see your neighborhood on the news. Apparently, there's a giant manhole that opened up. See, do you see what I mean? So me and my friend are like, what? And we look on the news. It's huge. So both of us are like, oh, well, let's go see. So we, of course, like get in our like ring clothes, walk out to the hole, a woman in her car fell through the hole no see no her entire car no i'm done and it was huge and a second car was kind of just hanging there that's terrifying the street the actual street which my friend had just driven over (laughs) literally started caving in and then the second car fell no she was out and completely safe and fine but me and my friend witnessed the whole thing and it was insane how crazy no it's scary you cannot trust this Mm -hmm. people the -hmm. earth was not created with streets and manholes not in my it was created with hills and birds and crap and flowing green grass we did this (laughs) and it's all gonna fall apart yeah i'm so scared long story short we're sitting in a second story right now how do we know (laughs) how do we know how do we know (laughs) the same neighborhood (laughs) i trust nothing i trust no one No, I swear, dude, if I die falling into a manhole, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, man. I can't. I know. I know. Should I just move on to my next story? Because I feel like I'm on a roll right now. (laughs) Well, please. Uh, Let's get it. Maybe you didn't need me for this episode. (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm just going to close my eyes. It was a solid option for you. Take a little Advil nap. You voted out. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm stalling for you to come fully alive. You're like, please kick in, Advil. I'm like, figure it out, girl. I feel like I've been pitching in. You're doing great. Thanks. You're doing great. Thanks. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. 
and they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction. Much cheaper than other options, shipping is always free, and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ash, yeah. When they're listening to this episode, guess what? They, what's the date? Well, they could be listening to this anytime. Okay, but the uh, the release <laughs> the release date lands on your birthday, July twentieth. Birthday girl, Bye, birthday, birthday, birthday girl, birthday. Oh Come my on. gosh, that's the actual worst one I can pick. <laughs> Freaking Ugh. like Snow White. No, but how accurate? It's just crickets because that's literally me on my birthday. I'm gonna be sitting on my bed like <laughs> life sucks. Thank you, COVID. Thank Thanks, you, COVID. COVID. Um, everyone, feel free to just you know send me love, send me gifts. My Venmo yeah. is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're listening to this on the 20th or honestly anywhere around that month, uh, month, week, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> around her birthday. Uh, send Taryn some birthday love because yeah. it's it's her birthday and, and she it's deserves not, it. It's not going to feel like a birthday, so I need yeah. all the help I can get. <laughs> yeah. Quarantine birthdays suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Suck. Suck. Okay, guys, moving on to the story time. If you don't know what we do on this pod, you guys send us your stories and we mm -hmm. talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much sums it up. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> we add our advice here and there, but you know. Sometimes when I describe it to people, they'll be like, oh, you have a podcast? That's so cool. What's it about? And I'll be like, um, me and my best friend read stories that people send in. <laughs> then I'm like, but it's really good. <laughs> like, it's really funny or really serious. And yeah. they're just like, oh, well, why do they send them in? And I'm like, they want our unsolicited <laughs> advice. I don't Title know. drop. Boom. <laughs> okay. Uh, getting into my story. Um, this one is from Anonymous. Mine too. Oh, dope. Like it's the same person. Guys, one day we're going to have merch. One day yeah. we're going to have merch and it's gonna, there's going to be an anonymous piece and it's going to be great. It's going to be Anyways, tight. moving forward. She writes, Ashley and Taryn. Hey, girlies. Hey, yeah. First, let me just start off by saying I love you two so much. Your friendship is inspiring and the advice you give on your podcast is beyond helpful for me and so many others. Oh. I've been listening to the pod ever since it came out and I love watching your YouTube videos, Ashley. <laughs> That's legit why I picked it. <laughs> She's like, oh, uh, 
Now that she mentioned my, oh my YouTube, God, that's so sweet. please swipe up to follow. <laughs> Download below. <laughs> Every swipe counts. Hey, okay, it. so moving on. Oh, she wrote. So moving on to my story. I'm a teenage girl who was very conflicted over an ex-family member. My ex-aunt, that is. My family, cousins, aunts, uncles, and grandparents included, has always been very close. We all love and respect each other so very much. I love my family and I'm so thankful for them. Things changed immensely in my family, though, about four years ago when my aunt and uncle got divorced. It set my whole family off and caused us all to feel the pain my aunt and uncle and their three children were going through. It was a sad and heartbreaking time for all of us. Now, things have settled down and we are all back to the way we were before. Going on big family vacations, we're honestly closer than ever. However, the divorce has brought on a difficult conflict for me. I used to be extremely close to my aunt. Well, now my ex-aunt. She was always my favorite aunt, the fun aunt, the one who would paint me and my cousin's nails, play dress up with us, and give us advice about the sucky middle school drama that we were all facing, LOL. She was such a light, at least to me. My parents, grandparents, and other aunt and uncle have very different opinions and views about her. They are not very fond of her due to past family controversies and don't want to have any relationship with her now that she is divorced from my uncle. This makes me so sad because I still want her to be a part of my life, and I get the sense that she feels the same way. She reached out to me a year after the divorce saying that she missed me and my family and that she still loves me always, no matter what. I was so happy to hear from her, and I responded expressing the exact same feelings. She was texting me old family photos of us, ones with me and all my cousins, her kids, and ones of her and all, all of the nieces together. One day, I casually mentioned to my mom that I heard from my ex-aunt, and she immediately got defensive and upset, saying to ignore the text and just to cut off any connection with her. She said that my aunt is no longer a part of the family and that it is, quote, inappropriate to be in contact with her at this point. Obviously, my parents don't approve of my ex-aunt, but am I wrong for still wanting a relationship with her? I love her and don't want to cut her out of my life. I feel like it's my decision whether or not I want to be in contact with her, not my parents' decision. My aunt has always been so caring and loving and fun to me and my sisters and my cousins. Plus, all of the past family drama my mom has been basing her opinion on has nothing to do with me. Should I continue to pursue a relationship with my aunt? Or would it be like betraying my family? I'm so torn and conflicted over this. I don't know what to do. I just hate that she's not at our family gatherings and events anymore. Thank you, Ash and Tear. You got a nickname, girl, for reading this. I know this was long, but I wanted to tell you guys everything. I hope you will respond and give me some advice about what to do. I love you girls so much, and thank you for all you do. Much love, Anonymous. Dang, that's rough. This is interesting, right? Yeah. I don't think we've gotten a letter like this before. No. So. And it's going to be interesting us talking about it because we don't have any personal experience. Because you don't have... An ex-family member? An Mm -mm. ex-family member, neither do I. Um, So it's going to be interesting. But I think that's cool. Like, I think that's one of the cool things about people writing in is like, we don't have personal knowledge of the people that write in like the whole stories. So it's like, you guys get this just like raw, mm-hmm. like just a random person, what a they would think. Complete outsider's uh-huh. perspective. 
<laughs> that is amazing. But yeah. <laughs> um, a couple of, a couple of things on this, just like right off the bat. Um, if she and you have a, a be- had a beautiful relationship or, or still have one, um, I personally think that that is amazing and you guys should be able to keep that. However, um, I do want to account for your age. You said that you were a teen. Um, and a lot of times like with family drama and situations like this, I've been through it. Like there's a lot of stuff that necessarily the younger kids aren't told. So maybe your parents are protecting you from something. Um, which in my opinion, I, we can see what Taryn thinks, but I think that would only mean that you have to have a conversation with your parents. Yeah. You know, because if you feel that loving relationship with her and you want to continue that, I think that's beautiful and wonderful. And I'm sure your parents would love for that also, but maybe they're trying to protect you from something. Yeah. I don't, I, which I don't know. I don't know the family drama. So yeah, that's, I mean, it's, that's an interesting topic just on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear of a lot of, especially in divorce where like, say for example, like the mom, the mom has the kids the dad does all this crappy stuff, but the mom never tells the kids because she's trying to keep them out of it. Mm-hmm. But then the mom's the one that always gets the rap from the kids because, well, yes. dad always lets us do whatever we want, like that type of thing. Yeah. And I think we were talking about this the other day of like, well, what is the right thing to do? You know, like mm-hmm. at what point is protecting your kids from knowing all what's going on helpful or harmful, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a lot of respect for people that are able to just be like, I'm going to keep them out of this. Like I'm going to just deal with this and let them continue to have a great relationship yeah, or a great, relationship. a great mm-hmm. ideal, you know, idea yes. of who that yes. family member is. You know? Yes. But I think when it starts to then damage the person's relationship that is trying to protect, then I feel like there should be at least some you know, not even that you have to know all the details and that might be something anonymous you can do is just talk to your parents and say, Hey, um, is there stuff that I don't know that is causing you guys to feel so passionately that I shouldn't talk to her? Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe like, that'll be just for them to say, yeah, there is stuff. And then that can help you to know what to do. Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't, cause I think of it two ways. Like I think of it one as a niece, right? Like, my, my aunt is not the blood. Like it's my mom has brothers. So mm-hmm. both of my aunts on my mom's side, which if it there sounds were, like it's the same for her. Yeah. If there were to be a divorce, they are the ones that I'm not blood related to. Mm-hmm. But even back in my teenage years, I would be like, I've known them since I was literally born. Yeah, They've always, they are my aunts, whether they're married or not. Like they are my aunts and then they'll always be my cousin's mom. Yeah. So exactly. when you, ta- when you marry someone, which is why marriage should not be just taken lightly, you are unifying with that person. And a lot of people are connected in when that happens. Mm-hmm. So when I think about it from that perspective, I'm like, she is your aunt. Like yeah. she is, even if they're not married. But then I think about the sister perspective. And if one of my brothers were to, you know, get a divorce and if it was a messy thing, my loyalty would go straight to them no matter what happened, you know? So, and if I knew having that aunt around caused them pain, then I would want it cut off too, because I would do anything for them. So it's really hard 
And it's very, it makes sense why she's feeling the way she's feeling and why her parents are feeling the way they are. I think there's just two completely separate feelings that come with that same situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so complicated that it's family. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard enough losing like a friendship or something like that. But when it's, when it's someone that's been so present in your life for such a long time, I totally get wanting to keep them around. They've Mm -hmm. been there for probably your entire life and now you're being forced to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, so all of that to say your feelings are validated. Mm -hmm. Um, you missing her is normal and natural. Her missing you is normal and natural. Um, you wanting to maintain that friendship, I think just goes to show like what a beautiful heart you have. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and I, and I think that's precious to want to maintain the relationship and the bond that you formed with your aunt now ex aunt. Um, but I agree with Taryn. Um, I think in situations like this, especially given your age, adults tend to protect you for Mm -hmm. the best reasons. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I would just be very uh, open and upfront with your mom and just be like, Hey, I love her. I want to continue to have a relationship with her, Mm -hmm. but I need to know if like why, like maybe not all the details, but at least know if this is okay to simply just yeah contact her, you know, and have that communication with her. Because if your parents won't, don't want you to do that, then there might be something much bigger at play and they only want what's best yeah. for you. Yeah. It's just, it is really messy. And honestly, I feel like every single person could have like a completely different opinion. So mm-hmm obviously you're going to have to do what's best for like you and your family. But yeah, yeah, I would definitely, I mean, I would definitely sit my parents down and just be like, Hey, like obviously everyone's hurting and I empathize with what you guys are feeling. Like I'm going through stuff too, but like she is my aunt, like in that, no matter what happened, like that doesn't change how I feel. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, bringing your points and saying like, Hey, like, I, I just want to have an honest conversation because I understand you guys are hurting, but like I'm hurting too. And in my mind, she is family to me. Like from the time I was born, she's always been my aunt and I can't just cut that out. Mm -mm. So I want to keep having a relationship with her. If you guys feel like I shouldn't, I would love to hear your reasonings, but also like I, I want to keep in touch with her. And if, if you guys want me to not tell you about it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think we just need to have an open conversation because right now this is like so hard for me and it feels unnatural. And right now it's not fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would just bring, I think just an open conversation needs to happen. If you can't have that conversation with your parents for some reason, then I think, um, then you have to kind of make your own decision, you know, depending on, you know, I mean, if you live in their house and you know, there comes like that complication too. So I think you just need to be open with them and, and be open-minded to what they have to say. And Mm -hmm. hopefully you can have just like a mature conversation about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you so much anonymous for sending this in and being vulnerable. I'm so sorry you're going through this. It's a situation. Um, but yes, I think that's, that's the best bet, um, best advice that we can give you. So good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, okay, so on to my story. Um, this one is called When Worlds Collide, and this is from Anonymous, too. I love, have you noticed, I feel like lately, probably because we freak out every time, I've been, a lot of the emails have Anonymous right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Because we're apparently four-year-olds and can't learn to check this before. But. Yeah. It's been how long? It's so dumb. It's like you already read through well this over email. A year. You pick the email. Yeah. Like <laughs> you still you should know. Yeah. Or you should have at least written down in like all caps, like what? Or like, could we put any prep? Yeah. Into <laughs> these episodes? <laughs> like literally, could we just type yeah. anonymous? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Definitely not. Um, okay, so uh, hey Ashley and Taryn. I've been listening to the podcast for a while now, and I'm seriously such a big fan. Keep it coming, guys. Going straight to our heads. We're big fans of you. So, mm-hmm. Okay, so last year I started college, and I was living in an apartment that has five other roommates. It's an off-campus housing situation where all the roommates have separate contracts and bedrooms, but share the other spaces in the apartments. I moved in last year without knowing any of the other roommates, and they all ended up being awesome girls. I especially got close with two of the girls in the apartment, and we would hang out sometimes and watch movies, and it was really an awesome situation. Because of COVID, I've had to move home. I still have my contract for the apartment, and I'm going to be moving back in the fall. Here is my issue. Two of my hometown friends called me the other day and said that they had signed a contract for this apartment building and that they were both randomly put into my room. I was super excited because I love both of these girls so much, but I'm also very nervous. When I went up to college, I didn't want to just stick to the people I already knew from my hometown. I purposefully wanted to branch out to take advantage of all the wonderful people I could meet. I met a lot of new friends that I could truly just be myself with, including the two girls that I roomed with. In my hometown, I never really felt like I could truly be myself. In college, I've really allowed myself to fully be myself, and I feel like having those girls from my hometown in my apartment may cause me to go back into my shell again. Also, I have a bad feeling about how the vibes of the apartment are going to get are going to be this fall. I know that one of the girls that lives there already and one of the girls from my hometown are going to just clash. They both have big personalities and have completely different opinions on most things. Also, I know they have very, very different opinions politically, and I'm very scared for November. Seriously, pray that my apartment survives. LOL. Oof, yeah. I don't want them to fight, and I feel like I am in the middle because I really do care about both of them. Also, I am very non-confident confrontational so that's also an issue (laughs) what should i do how can i get ahead of the situation help me thanks guys love you both love anonymous wow Mm -hmm. oof i love i love like both of these are just like real life situations real life issues that everyone's going through i feel like a lot of people especially this with this whole political election year and everything that's been going on um, has brought to light a lot of differing beliefs between yes. friendships and family members. And that sucks because mm-hmm. the only thing you can do is try to have a good conversation about it or just agree to disagree and yeah. don't talk about it, you know, because some somewhere along, along the line, you have to find this balance because if you're living together, yeah, if you can't come to an agreement and you guys are 
you know, there's, there's two very strong personalities that usually means politics are off the table. You can't talk about yeah. this stuff, but when it's an election year, conversations these need, to things be had. need to be yeah. talked about so that you can form your own beliefs so that you can make well, a, a great choice, you yeah. know? So that's a really sick situation. Yeah. To be in. That really well, and sucks. I think we've talked about it before. I think the core problem is people cannot just have conversations. We all have different views. And I think that's the thing is like, that's freedom of like, you're, you're able to form your own thoughts. You're able to think different things. Everyone grew up with a different background, a different, um, set of situations that have happened in their lives that have caused them to form beliefs. So obviously me and my upbringing and someone else in their upbringing, we're not just going to like magically all think the same. Like that's just not smart to think that's a possibility. So instead of, you know, respecting that everyone has their own beliefs and, and, and opinions about, especially things as messy as politics and saying like, well, why don't we sit and just talk about it? Mm -hmm. And I come from a place where like, even if I fully, I've had conversations with people where every word out of their mouth, I strongly disagreed with. Mm -hmm. But if I would have come straight out being like, absolutely not. And, and obviously there's certain things that there's just like, it's black and white, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But but things about, you know, how you feel about different po um, political views and things like that. If we were able to just talk about it, I think a lot of people just don't know. Like mm -hmm. they don't know everything out there. Yeah. So if you have an open conversation where both people talking can be comfortable and feel safe to share what information they do know, then I think a lot of people would learn a lot more and be able to just have more peace in the world, you know? Yeah. But when you know that it's going to be two people who are very passionate and are going to come in and have that type of tension, especially during, I think this election year is going to be freaking bonkers. Madness. Um, yes. That is really hard. So um, my first thing I wanted to say, um, I think that you can definitely prepare for some stuff. But I also think that you shouldn't just go in thinking it's just going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, there's a lot of situations I've gone in very weary and I've been very pe pleasantly surprised with how things ended up. And then I was like, why did I spend all of those months stressing out? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's good to be aware that it is a possibility that things are going to happen. Um, and obviously th there's things you can do if you really don't want a room with them you know, I would reach out and just say, Hey, is there, is there any other room I can do? And then you can say whatever you want. You know what I mean? You can yeah. be like, Oh, it's so weird. I got switched to another building. I wonder what happened. Like, you don't have to say like, I moved because I don't want to be with you. Mm -hmm. Um, because bottom line is this is your college experience. Um, and speaking from someone who personally went to college and just was with my boyfriend and did whatever he wanted to do. Like i really regret that. Like I regret not getting to know other people more. I regret not really experiencing all that college had to offer because I was so just sticking with who was comfortable and the friends I already had. So, um, I definitely think you should hold on to that and make that a priority. And if you start to feel like you're being pulled back into your shell because of those people, then create space however you need to do it. Um, but I definitely think you should be protective of the progress that you've made. Um, but also 
don't just assume that them being there is going to change everything. You know, just have a like very sensitive eye out for if you feel that starting to happen and know how to step in and make sure that doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Making sense? No, absolutely. Um, with stuff like this, I'm, I'm not good at this. So I'm talking to myself as well. But what I would do if I were you is I would walk in to your living situation with your new roommates and I would set the bar so freaking high. Mm-hmm. I would be like, ladies, I love you all. However, this year is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I know we all have different beliefs, but I know that we all are amazing people and are fully capable mm-hmm. of putting our beliefs aside and maintaining a happy household. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, if we have these discussions, which we will, you know, at some point. Yeah. We have to end it in a happy way and no one is allowed to walk in or walk out with anger. Like yeah. you need to settle this stuff as adults, as grown college students, not mm-hmm. high schoolers, not middle schoolers, which is hard because even adults, <laughs> even politicians, oh, every adult, <laughs> it's, it's emotions are so wrapped up inside, which is fine when you're talking anywhere else. But if we're in the house and if we're talking about politics, we need to emotions have to be set aside and we have to lend an open ear to absolutely every different opposing position yeah and and talk it out like adults if you can't do that then you're going to ruin this household and you're going to divide this whole thing and that's going to be on you you know but like really set the bar and be like are we adults or are we children yeah because I know you're capable of stepping up and making this work and I think if you set the bar high straight off the bat with that kind of conversation, mm-hmm. I think they would they would hopefully rise up. Yeah, Obviously, I, mean, I don't know them, yeah. but maybe they can't do that. Yeah. No, there's something very important about protecting what a home is and protecting the fact that home is somewhere that it should be, it should feel safe and secure when you come into it. And um, I know especially me because I can I can literally feel when someone's angry when they walk in the room I just like like my empathy levels are just like freaking through the roof and it's very complicated at times but that affects me like Mm -hmm. I've had when there's tension and I come home and I feel that tension I'm stressed out the whole time I'm home and home is supposed to be the place you escape from that so I think there's something to um you know if you start to see things going in a certain way just being like hey like roomy meeting um, I really want to protect this space. Like I want us all to care for each other. I'm not saying we all have to be best friends, but if, if having these conversations is causing people to be mad and it's causing tension in the house, like, why don't we just like make an agreement? Like, we're just not going to talk about it here. Um, unless we can have productive, like you were saying, like productive, just like open, respectful conversations. If we can't, then let's just like not talk about it here. Like, let's keep this just our home. Let's keep it peaceful. Um, the second thing I was going to say that I think we need to be careful of, and I think we're all guilty of it. Sometimes we go into those situations and we think we're, we think we're helping by going to our one friend and being like, Hey, I just want to warn you, my friend that's moving in, she's kind of crazy. She's like this, this, and this, but just like bear with her. And then we go to the other friend and we're like, Hey, the girl you're moving in with, she's very liberal. She's very this, like, I just want to give you a heads up. And what we don't realize we're doing is we're putting these preconceived thoughts in people's heads and we're kind of doing the relationship from the beginning. Yeah. When in reality, if she were to just go in and be like, oh, it's this new girl, like, hi, like, let me find a common ground on my own without being like, 
oh, great. It's this liberal girl. I'm going to have to be all afraid of. And then I'm looking for her to say anything that's going to piss me off from the beginning. So even though you think you're trying to like pave paths, sometimes it's best to just let people go in, see what like naturally genuinely forms and then because you do know them you'll know how to step in in a way that's appropriate for both of them but also you're not giving them a chance to already not like the person almost like pitting them against each other yeah and if you already did that girl literally no judgment i've done it plenty of times we all have but um but yeah i think you should just go into this year if you really are afraid of living with them take action to get out of it. But if not, I would just go in and be open-minded about everything and create your own boundaries. There's so many different activities that go on in college. So if you need to get involved in clubs to where you're like, Hey guys, like I'm going, it's like poetry reading club night. You know what I mean? Um, but just, and I would tell them that too, be like, Hey guys, like, obviously I have my own friends and things already set up in college. Like, I'm so glad you guys are coming, but like, I just want you to know, like, I do have things in place. I don't want you to feel weird if all of a sudden I get up and go, but, um, I think separation's good and hopefully yeah. they'll find their things that they're into when they're at college too. So don't be stressed. It'll be great. But also just kind of check in with yourself every once in a while. And if you feel yourself reverting, then take steps to make sure that you are being your true self, which is a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. also no politics in the house is a, a fine rule. I think that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe that sh- should be kept outside, you know, or you, like have- you could talk together outside. But if we're yeah. in the house where this is a safe place, maybe we don't talk about it in the house. Yeah. It's some. Um, I honestly think. It's something that people should really be protective of because if your house doesn't feel like a safe, and I've had that with um, certain roommate situations where you just dread going home and it shouldn't feel like that. So I think if that means just proactively having a conversation with your roommates of like, hey guys, I just want to make sure, you know, let's be honest with each other. If we feel any tension, like I want us to have a healthy living situation, then um, be that one that steps up into that position. I think that's great. Absolutely. Thank you so much, both of you, for sending those stories in. Hopefully these were good conversations to just trigger different thoughts or, you know. Yeah, I guarantee you, Anonymous, this last letter, um, multiple, this entire country is dealing with stuff like that right now. Oh, gosh, Um, yeah. So that's very relatable. Um, So, yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, Oh, shoot. I did have a dad joke. That my mom actually texted. Your mama sent it? My mom is just... Mrs. E? The cutest. Hi, mama. I know you're listening. Hey, Mrs. Um, e. She, the other day, randomly just texted me, and it was a dad joke, and I was like, why do you just know me so well? That's hilarious. It's going to take me a moment you to find make it. sure she gets all the credit. All the cred. Mama E. Wait, did I say this one already? I might have said this one already. That's my biggest fear. Like, someday I'm going to run out of dad jokes. But there are like thousands of them. So I feel like I should be fine. Yeah. And by thousands, I mean like millions. But Okay. And by thousands. Um, This one is from Mama E. She said, what do you call an owl magician? Did I say this already? I don't think I did. Yeah. Houdini. I said it already? Yeah, I remember. Oh, it's my. That's so embarrassing for you. It's my very first (laughs) migraine. I don't know what I'm doing. Do we have to? I feel like that was funny enough. We don't need a dad joke. 
fine. I mean, Ashley, you, you had one job. You had to find a story and you had to get a dad job. My head hurts. It's fine. Did you notice sometimes I would just close my eyes and hope you weren't looking? Because <laughs> I just needed like a second. No, I was fully focused on my laptop. Anyways, guys, this is the end of the podcast, which means if you are still here, you're the real MVP. Taryn, what should they comment on our next post? Ooh, Charlie, what should we they We did pineapples before. We did pandas this last time. Charlie, what should they comment? Um, I think they should comment the sneezing emoji. Charlie said. All right. Charlie said the sneezing emoji. That's what it is. Thank you guys so much for listening and for submitting your stories. If you have a story that you want to share, email them to us, DM them to us. We take all forms. All literally all submissions. Whatever you want. Um, Also, if you wanted to make an edit and you were here and you're listening, you should draw Taryn in in a manhole. That's horrible. I'm going to get tagged in all these like fantastic. My actual worst nightmare. Fantastic. Also, you know what stopped happening that I missed dearly? Hmm. Remember when people would send selfies of themselves listening or like just videos of what they were doing? That was such a good time. Where y'all at? Step up. I just hurt my own ears. I'm so yeah, sorry. Why did you yell? I don't know. Taren Everyone in the car. <laughs> Does that ever happen when you're listening to a podcast and all of a sudden they get so loud and you're like, dear God, <laughs> just chill out. That's me. That's Taryn. So sorry. Anyways, thanks guys for listening. Love you all. See you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.